Hey, it's Rachel Cook, your modern mentor. I'm the founder of Lead Above Noise, a firm specializing in helping leaders and organizations crack their activation codes, finding the simple tweaks to enhance both performance and engagement. Well, here we are, new year and all. We, like the royal we, have a bit of a love affair with the new year, the clean slate, that chance to start fresh down the path to success. And we, again, royal, tend to default to the New Year's resolution. Me, I let go of those a while back. They tend, in my experience anyway, to rely on too many shoulds. I should way less, run more, read, meditate, delete Instagram, and on and on. I'm kind of over the shoulds. I prefer to focus on what I want to achieve, what feels meaningful to me, how I want to define a successful year for myself. So today, I invite you to do the same. Set a resolution if you want, but none are required to follow this plan. We're coming off an intense year, and many of us have been overwhelmingly busy, running, balancing, and juggling, and we've kind of lost the thread of what we're actually pursuing. Remember, Modern Mentor is about defining your version of success and achieving it on your terms. So what does success look like for you this year? Not where should you be, but where do you want to be this time next year? In a new job, with a new skill, or doing similar work but with more balance? Maybe newly certified or in a leadership role? There are no right or wrong answers here, but this is where you start. This is your North Star. So now let's talk about some levers you can pull to move in that direction, or at least the four I'll be focusing on this year. First, define a challenge for yourself. Starting with your end goal in mind, what is one way in which you can push outside your comfort zone this year? For me in 2023, I set a goal of speaking on more and bigger stages. That was a success measure that I had put in place. In order to get there, I was going to have to create some uncomfortable challenges for myself to get comfortable being really uncomfortable. So what did this involve for me? What was the big challenge I set for myself? It was so uncomfortable, but it was really putting myself out there in ways like publicly posting my speaking reel all over LinkedIn and actively searching for relevant events and positioning my expertise as a value add for their conference attendees and reaching out to past and current clients for advice and suggested events along the way and even event introductions were relevant. Now, I had to find ways to do all these things authentically. It's a fine line, and I hope I struck the balance more than I didn't. But I gave myself grace, and I feel proud of how out there I let myself get. Next, expand your network thoughtfully. Because, as the great Barbara Streisand says, people who need people are the luckiest people in the world. Listen, just because it's cringy doesn't mean it's not true. I'm not talking here about having friends in high places, but I'm talking about who you need to be connecting with that can help move you toward your goal. Given what you want to achieve in 2024, who can you reach out to that might teach you about a part of the business you're considering moving into, or give you an opportunity to lead a project or coach a team member to ready you for a leadership role, or make an introduction on your behalf, or help you understand and navigate the politics of your organization? Thoughtfully building or tapping into your network doesn't have to feel gross or self-serving. When you ask a thoughtful question and invite someone in to support you, and you offer some piece of value in return, this can be a win for everyone. For me in 2023, this looked like vastly expanding my network of conference and event planners. This can feel uncomfortable, even for me, but I took my own advice and I reached out in ways that didn't seem overly self-serving 
Instead of just aggressively pitching myself as a speaker, I reached out in curiosity about their event, their audience, and their objectives. And I engaged in conversations about what success for them could look like. And where appropriate, I offered an idea about how my work might help serve their goals. I added a lot of amazing people to my network this year, and I plan to do it again in the new year. Next, learn something. I feel like continuous learning is one of those buzzy phrases that gets a lot of lip service, but really, I'm a diehard believer in its power. Whether your ambition this year feels really big, like getting the promotion or starting your own business, or a little smaller, like staying steady in your role because you're still having fun, finding ways to continue learning is such a critical piece of your success and your engagement. What skills are you hoping to build this year to help you stand out against your peers? What idea do you want to explore? What do you want to sharpen up? Your communication, your leadership, your ability to be inclusive with your team. For me in 2023, it was largely about building my virtual engagement toolkit. As in, I spoke at some in-person events and some virtual events. Speaking in person is something I've done for years. And while I'm not perfect, I think I do it pretty well. But speaking virtually and finding ways to keep the audience not just paying attention, but interacting and participating, that's a thing I wanted to sharpen. So I read a bunch of blogs and I talked to colleagues who do this. I paid close attention to post-event audience feedback. I did practice runs with my family. Side note, my kids are not so generous with their audience feedback. The learning doesn't have to be formal, just intentional. Learning for the sake of learning may not be so compelling, but learning in service of achievement, this is how we win. And finally, establish healing rituals. Let's talk about wellness and balance, because if 2023 taught us anything, it is that overwhelm continues to be real. But I believe no matter the circumstances, there are always things, big or small, that we can do to help keep ourselves in some semblance of balance. We just have to plan for them. So what routines or rituals, checkpoints or reminders can you create to help keep yourself feeling well and energized? For me, speaking is a privilege and a delight. I enjoy it. It gives me a huge rush. But also, it can be soul-crushingly exhausting. I put my whole self into a program or a talk. And I know I need spots of recharge in my calendar as well. And yes, I do literally schedule these. Catch-ups with friends, 20-minute blocks for reading or watching a TED Talk, hitting the gym, these all keep me on my toes. So, it's your turn. What can you commit to now before the chaos of the year sets in? to proactively keep your soul and spirit fully fueled. And there you have it, my no-resolution plan for kicking off a winning year, however you define winning, for you. Oh, and if you're looking for a speaker for your upcoming event, do not be shy in reaching out. Join me next week for another great episode. Until then, visit my website at Lead Above Noise if your organization is looking to crack its activation code, dialing up performance and engagement. You can follow Modern Mentor on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Find and follow me on LinkedIn. Thanks so much for listening and have a successful week. Modern Mentor is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Dan Farabend. Our director of podcasts is Brandon Getches. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutching. Our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. And Cameron Lacey is our marketing contractor. <laughs>